1: Good morning and hello kits and welcome to season three and episode number 287 of the daily beaver morning show here on the crier media network yeah today recording day is wednesday january 3rd 2024 and i believe it is going to be a nice day here at the beaver lodge didn't check the weather reports but it's been pretty nice days all the way through, so no reason to see that the trend won't continue to be our friend here. I'm your host, the day, De- maybe De- De- even the eager beaver <laughs> pronouns EMA, Mr. Beaver. Eh? It was a bit of a short night. We had a 9:20 curling match, which means you don't get to bed until before 1. Oh. Yeah. We were doing well for four ends and then the wheels just fell off. It happens. I uh I had a
2: strange and bizarre evening, some sort of gastro thing going around. We're not going to talk about it all
1: right all right a big thank you goes to our podcast founding sponsors the Peppermaster, the miss v mysteries from Corvid moon publishing and canadian tarot.com we have a very special show for you today because we have a guest joining us we told you a little bit on the show yesterday that we were going to have uh mr cranky canuck it's the first time we've ever interviewed a snowman
2: yes this is a first release yes so
1: this will be a lot of fun Before we do anything, though, let's do the most important thing we do on before every show, on every show, I should say, and that's ask Mr. Grizzly, how his mental health is doing today,
2: sir? In all honesty, I'd be lying if I said I was great. Mm. I'm not terrible, but I am one of the things, one of the ancillary benefits of depression is physical exhaustion and zero energy and the ability to, to feel like you want to do anything. And I find I'm just tired all the bloody time. Of course the seasonal affective disorder with the lack of daylight doesn't help either and yeah. we saw the sun yesterday for a couple hours for the first time and i think like a month or at least it felt like that it's it's mm. basically been overcast i think since november 1st or something like that Yeah, it feels like it anyway but the days i do notice are getting longer and i will get out for longer walks every day which will help and I'm going to be heading back to the gym shortly. December was the plan, it didn't work out. It will be this month, but I'm going to wait until about the mid-month before because it's very crowded right now at the gym. And uh, yeah, usually by time. usually by mid-month it diminishes.
1: Yeah. And based on what's going on in the ERs in Quebec, where things have been at over hundred percent capacity for over a week, just coming back to Christmas where everybody gathered yeah. and exchanged lots of droplets, probably not the time to go to the gym where everybody's going. Phew. This is the thing.
2: So I'll wait till it's like weeks. Weeks, less crowded and yeah. everybody's in the hospital except for me. Yeah, And I'm not joking. Yeah. That's bad. Anyway,
1: it's very let's, bad. Let's get on with the show. Anyway, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our guest today, if you follow social media and if you follow political stuff, you've probably heard of him. Yesterday, somebody was, he was laughing because somebody said he would kick his ass and he was laughing because I'm a snowman. I don't have one. <laughs> and we here at the Eager Beaver did some deep investigative journalism and yes, our hands came up empty. So no, no <laughs> we but. weren't able to. F- no, but there. I was looking at no butt there. We were looking for videos of him like twerking somewhere from maybe two or three Could years ago and it. say, Yeah, he's lying. But no, it was all truth, man. So, hey, kids, put your paws up and give a big round of applause for Mr. Cranky Canuck.
2: Oh, let me hit the button there. There we go.
1: There we go. Good day, sir. How well, you doing? Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if the voice was actually you. Oh, it <laughs> is. It's just I use
3: I use all kinds of tools to get her going, but uh, yeah, it's I'm a, I'm an animator behind this crazy snowman, but uh, I am cranky. Canuck, how are you guys doing today?
1: <laughs> I'm doing, I, I have to say, I'm doing okay. If you've been watching the show the last couple of days, things in my friend's world are not going all that mm. well, but, or which is a little heavy because, you know, with people you care about or go through tough times, you go through tough times too. But for me personally, things are going really well. We start, we, when we have a guest, we ask them as well, how's your mental health doing today? Uh, so not well? too
3: bad. I think we're going to start 2024 off. And I really feel this year is going to be fan fucking fantastic for democracy. It's, this is where, the, we're striking back and yes. it's going to get better. I think like the last year was like in the eye of the storm and we're going to start making our way out now. And I feel out of my ice cold bones, this is how we're moving forward. So.
2: I think uh, you're correct, sir. And we discussed that just, was it yesterday about yesterday or the day before I can't remember the news, this new amalgamation of independent media that mm-hmm. is gathered together to fight back Yeah, and to fight for our democracy of which we are certainly a part of it as part of the Cryer Media Network something we're doing and we're actually as a network going to court over it soon for freedom of expression from the folks who are all about free speech, except unless they like, dislike what you're saying, in which case. The hypocrisy makes me insane. This is one mm -hmm. of
3: the reasons why this snowman started. And and all of that started about two years ago with the, our our own little insurrection of honking fuckers out in Ottawa (laughs) And I was on Twitter in a Twitter space because I'd never actually done Twitter spaces with these people I'd, I'd never met. this was and they're all from Ottawa, and I watched this thing for three days straight, and I got so fucking mad, like just deeply angry with all of this. And the snowman just appeared in my head, and all of my tools and my background and advertising all came together to build this. And I just started. and I have not stopped since, and I will keep going because, This can't go on like this maple mega Mm. horse shit. It's finished. Like it's got to stop and I'm going to do everything I can. And I love the fact that you guys are on it and holy shit. Yeah. Cryer getting sued by the free speech people. They can go get fucked. And I'm sorry. I'm going to a lot through this
1: because that's
2: fine. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, this is what happened to us. Like I had my moment, you know, many years ago when Stephen Harper finally got that majority that he had been searching for. And I said, okay, that's it. I'm checking out. I can't watch the next four years and two weeks later, I was like, oh God, I can't do that, man. This guy is going to run roughshod over people. And that's how my blog started. Mm-hmm. And then it eventually led to this. And it was Mr. Grizzly having the same emotions that you were having soon after we started this, that uh, led us to, to be discovered We you talk those, there was movie starlets back in the days who were met at a soda fountain and then suddenly became famous and cast in a movie. Well, Mr. Grizzly lost it on the street on a couple of people and Dean saw it. And the next thing you knew, we're on a network and we've gone national. Yeah, so, it, it, it's you know, powerful stuff. It's powerful stuff. Yeah, righteous anger—it connects with people. And when you put a lot of a snowflakes together, you get a oh, snowman. Yeah. Just saying,
2: it's a billion <laughs>
3: progressive tears of hardened ice balls and anger is what we are. Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, um cranky. Okay, I need to ask: How did the idea of the snowman come and and? Why that particular voice? Oh, I
3: there, if you look on my Twitter profile and you go into the media tab and scroll down, there's a picture of my humble beginnings. My son had made a snowman. It looked like a snow dick and it had a couple of, uh, pellet eyes and beer caps for a face and had a very angry face. (laughs) And it was just looking at at us and I just couldn't stop laughing. And that's actually where it came from. I'm like, that's gotta be something. So I took a picture and it's on my profile, my very humble beginnings, and that's where it started. And then I looked at that snowman and I'm like, okay, we got to build something like it. So then I am a graphic designer. I've been in advertising for almost 30 years. So I started to build this character and found some templates and things I liked, ripped it apart. And then this is where it started. And if you look at my first cartoon to where I'm at now. All I've done is I, I've become a, a real deal animator over the last couple of years. But, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but that was it. It was my son actually started it with this funny snowman he made. I've never seen quite that angry a snowman. I'm like, that's what this has gotta be. So yeah. actually, my son takes credit and he was like he was young at the time and that came from <laughs> <laughs> I love a well, it
2: That's what it boils down to. like when we started this project, it was because we had met on Twitter. And we, he, was, we were, he was like, I, I like your vibe. I like the fact you're positive, you're this, you're that. He says, you want to do a podcast together? I'm like, yep. He goes, whoa, that was quick. I'm like, no, I've been wanting to do this for a while because I was so pissed at the unanswered lies that our politicians, specifically those on the extreme right, because these are not conservatives and they are not progressive people. Mm-hmm. it's the new reform party with a different name yes sir. and i just got so fed up with them getting away with their lives on a daily basis and i it, you know it all came to a head back during the convoy when this occurred that little uh where's the sound yeah i'm talking there's a lot there's a lot so, so yeah. that was what brought us to Dean's attention. Me yelling at, at these truckers in the streets. And I was like, I'd had it. That was the breaking point for me. We had been talking about going up against the lies and the bullshit for a long time. We'd been on the air for over a year at that point. Just under. Oh, sorry. Just, just, under. just under a year. That's right.
1: Yeah. just Yeah, under it was a 11 year. months that Dean's kind of discovered us. Yeah, And
2: I just... That was the night I exploded because I couldn't handle the bullshit. I'm yelling at people in the streets because they're protesting the wrong government in the wrong city.
3: Yeah. The
2: the mandates are provincial.
3: It's Um, un-fucking-believable how insane this all has become. But this is what happens when you pour a billion dollars into advertising bullshit. And it works. Advertising mm-hmm. works, and that is again why I'm at this. Is because I want to take everything I've ever learned and throw it right back in their fucking face, guys. I'm right mm-hmm. with you, and I'm glad we are all doing this because this has to happen. And uh, I hope Crier turns uh Canada proud into fucking mincemeat. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to
1: pay you guys. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would be yeah. That would be really <laughs> nice actually. <laughs> yeah. Now. We were talking a little bit before the show, before we went live, about some recent developments at the Sun. Yeah. Because there was that, I keep on referring it and hashtagging it as that Zelensky cartoon. Yeah. That was brutal. Oh, man, that was terrible. And you put out uh, a video about that, which I will play for the kits here if i can actually get this in full screen for some reason but i cannot might need to send um, can link. i just send it to you yeah, mr just Dissing? send me the link and i'll share it yeah i'll send you the link because my computer technology technology and inanimate objects have been attacking me for the last month <laughs> for some reason oh, <laughs> Technology <laughs> woes
3: i've lived through
1: <laughs> oh yeah We're going through some right now for some reason. uh, Every time uh, Mr. Grizzly wants to edit a podcast to put it on for our ears only version, the computer says no.
2: (laughs) Unfortunately, whatever you're trying to send me, I can't see. I'm blocked. On the private chat? No, hang on. Oh, okay. It's not showing up for some reason. Oh, okay. Let me try it again. uh, It might be a bad link. Hang on. Let me see here.
3: Thanks, Trudeau. (laughs) Sorry oh yeah. I got it I got
2: it you got it okay.
1: yeah I was able to get it on full screen yeah okay here's,
2: here's what let me show you what I'm seeing though and I don't know why this is it's bizarre this is what I'm seeing I I don't oh, know oh weird yeah I don't know oh huh. yeah. uh, okay 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 it's, okay I see it there uh, hopefully you've got some sound there
1: yeah I think hopefully
2: okay go ahead yeah there's no audio no audio. No audio. Don't know what's happening. Ah,
1: uh-huh. it's uh, too bad.
2: We'll we'll get it up. We'll post it later in the show. We'll I'll pull the audio. Uh, I got and it. Get-
3: it's actually a, sometimes the vertical video just does all kinds of weird stuff. And, it's you know, true. It's it it. I learned that through this whole process because I started off with different uh, video sizes and that. But mm-hmm. but anyway, yeah, that cartoon. Basically, that was my holiday, guys. I I finished work. The last few months, I've been quiet because I had to pay bills and cover real life expenses because as beautiful as a little snowman's are, they can live on love and likes, but I got to eat. Anyway, so my holiday happened and that cartoon happened on the 20th and it just was rattling around in the back of my head. So I had to build that. I I just had no choice. It came to me. I'm like, this has got to happen. And I wanted to make a piece of art that immortalizes that for the rest of fucking time. Because I don't want them to bury that little fascist dog turd. They need to own that because they're like trying to create, oh yeah, we're, we're so pro-democracy and this, that, because they really support Netanyahu, which I don't. He's a right-wing lunatic. Hamas, terrible. They fucking kill people. They're terrorists. Don't support them either. So somehow I'm in the centrist uh, place with all of that. But we shall see. But yeah, that Zelensky cartoon, that was the sun, Mm -hmm. trying to fly the balloon as high as they could go and see how far they could push. But And I think a lot of Canada pushed back because it's not too often they pull something back and retract it. But yeah, let's not let them get away with that because this is clearly, you know, that's fascism right there. You don't fly stuff like that. Like one minute they're pro-Israeli and then they put that anti-Semitic cartoon based off of cartoons from World War II and that's what it looked, that's exactly the same look, that is the same propaganda. So yeah, that's where that came from. That's why I had to make something for that. So there'll be more special reports moving forward, guys, because I'm going to start doing these little cartoons more often or as as often as I can to try to keep up to the news cycle. But holy shit, trying to animate to a news cycle these days, give me a break. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's horrible. It's just oh looks like I've got it operational here. So let me see. It was one of my one of my pieces of software was not letting me show it, but I think I might be able to do it now. Hang on a second here. Let's just see. I got a few things I gotta take care of on the old technology front. And let's try this. Just gonna share it and see if it'll pull it up. And let's go to the window. There it is. And uh, hang on a sec. And this should work. Uh, let's try this. And this looks like it's going to work. Okay, I think I got it. Roll it. Just give me a sec here. Yep, this is going to work. Excellent. This makes me happy. <laughs> here we go.
0: Oh, hey, everybody. Cranky here with a special report. Now, if you haven't heard, the Toronto Sun went full Nazi by promoting a deeply anti-Semitic pro-Putin cartoon and is trying desperately to bury this fascist dog turd. (coughs) They've said they're sorry in hopes we'd all just move along. But we won't just move along, not after endless progressive and liberal hate, bot armies spreading disinformation, silencing those that fight back, and the ongoing hot garbage takes by Mr. Porkchop and Friends. (coughs) Everyone should understand that a news outlet the size of the Toronto Sun has more than one person who approves a cartoon before it's published. I also believe it's about high time we start finding art and holding them accountable for the rage-farming and lies for profit against our democracy. Finally, I want to wish everyone, apart from Mr. Porkchop and the Bad Apples at the Toronto Sun, a fantastic 2024. Just to let you know, we're done with the sun. So what so the
2: sun and all the games. <laughs> that was awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> now, see where we agree right with you is we've been doing the, right in the same thing. I, about once a week, I've been posting a tweet to Adrian Batra, who's the editor in chief here at the sun saying, dear editor, you, we know that, that there are more than one person, one pair of hands that went through before it got to publication, because at first they tried to laugh it off. I know. They said, basically many Americans feel the same way as, oh, all our cool American kissing cousins feel the same way. So it's okay. And then that didn't work. And then they pulled it back. And all they did was cancel the contract. Yeah. That's it. Of the cartoonist. But nobody there at the Sun who looked at it and said, hey, this is great, passing it up the system and then kept passing it up the system and then said, yeah, let's publish this. None of them suffered any consequence whatsoever. And leadership starts at the top. So about once a week, we were posting something. It's been a couple of weeks and there's been nothing. And as you say, Mr. Porkchop himself, who has been, when that money went to that media organization that was led by Latham Arouf last year, and then the federal government noticed it and then pulled the money back and launched an investigation to see how that could have, how that money could have gotten there. Even though a couple of people in the liberal party told him he probably shouldn't be giving money to that organization. Mm -hmm. It still went there. He made a big thing about that about the liberals being anti-Semitic oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And now that we have this Israel Palestine thing coming on, everybody's anti-Semitic, according to this guy. Yeah. But all of a sudden, when the his own employer publishes something really <laughs> anti-Semitic, like really yeah like you said go look back at the world war Two cartoons how many people are like the big fat jewish person with the big nose yep. stealing someone's necklace or picking someone's pocket and all that kind of stuff and all of a sudden oh now mr Prokchup has nothing to say mister prokchup brookchop's got an apple mm-hmm. Well, did you see
3: mouth. after I, I avalanched him the first time because like i i started to like he started talking about medical medic medicare in in canada and He's saying all kinds of stuff to make people angry and and going privatization is good. And all of a sudden he changed his tune and he starts to retweet the CBC. And I'm like, really? All of a sudden the CBC is good. Go get fucked. After all that. So I know he noticed me and I'm like, okay, motherfucker. Now I'm going to avalanche you. And then I launched the cartoon. His phone blew up all New Year's Day. I know every time he came to his phone, like what the fuck? And there was more crazy (laughs) cartoons. And that just warms my ice cold heart.
1: (laughs) We've got that one too for later. <laughs> but then we thought, let's write the Canadian Jewish Congress or, or the Canadian for Israel and Jewish Affairs, the CIGA, sorry, not the Canadian Jewish Congress. It's called the Center for Israel and Jewish Affairs. And we thought, you know, just check the Twitter feed, see how they reacted to mm. that. And we got this, I, I stumbled upon this interesting thing. And it kind of blew my mind, actually. Because they literally said, we appreciate the meaningful apology and action taken yeah. by the Toronto Sun that acknowledges the hurt and damage caused to Canada's Jewish and Ukrainian community by an anti-Semitic cartoon that appeared in the paper. And I'm like, really? Yeah. That's it? Because y'all are way more forgiven oh, than I would be if this had been done, similar thing had been done against, for example, gay people or black people. Here, i just like
3: to say this too. I've been in production and advertising for most of, okay, 30 years. Once you put it out there, it's gone. That's advertised. Mm-hmm. That has affected people. That has changed public opinion. I don't care if you even apologize and try to bury this fascist dog turn. It is a problem. You have put it out there. I believe that we should start creating some laws against how they do these things. I mm-hmm. just had no idea when this all started that politicians were allowed to go out and lie their faces off on social media all day. I thought there was some rules against this stuff. I had, I just simply didn't know. But that's Give me a break. That's it? Are we just going to let that go? I don't think so. So as I build more cartoons and I keep building this brand of what I'm doing, that little cartoon will sit there forever. It's just sit and be a reminder of when they tried to fly the balloon too
1: close to the fucking sun and it burst. So give me a break. Yeah. I just did a little check. Actually, the CIGA is what the Canadian Jewish Congress used to be, because I found the Canadian Jewish Congress's Twitter site and says this account is dormant. Follow CIGA info for updates. Yeah. So that was the so whatever the Canadian Jewish Congress was then. Oh. Now apparently that, that that apology was enough, I, I, and it wasn't.
2: Really I don't know how it's enough, right? honestly. I, no, no. I, no. And I we, mean, at the time, had said if Laurie Goldstein had any, was worth anything, if he valued his salt, if he valued anything in his life, he would just resign over this. Yeah, he would have pulled a Dorothy she Shepherd. Said, nope, I man. know. I, I just can't believe he's still doing that. So
3: is the money that good, Mr. Porkchop? you got to stop. He's won some awards. I, I'm sure he knows how to write. But you can't back that up anymore. Like, I would no. quit. If I worked for a place like that, like money's hard to get. I know paying bills is tough, but it is not worth that. That's selling no. your soul.
2: It's not yeah. worth that. If you have any principles left whatsoever, right. clearly he doesn't.
3: Well, that's it's like no nope, yeah. pork yeah. chop for the rest of time, part of pork chop fucking nation.
1: Oh. Yeah. Pork uh, chop. And you know what? That's why I use them you know all the together. Prob- yeah. But you know, you know what the problem is, I I have thought a few times of making that comment online asking is the money that good mm-hmm. or at what price your soul and i'm thinking but if i do that
2: yeah then you're paying i'm,
1: associ- I'm associating a jewish person with money yes, again
2: i know there's no winning
1: right and it's like, like you you can't even go there and ask that question mm-hmm publicly
2: because then but the cons like, will for- flip that around on you and say you're being anti-semitic exactly but no he sold himself out for this
3: yeah no he sold himself out i believe context is everything i can't believe yeah. he he's okay with that because i certainly would be but he did change his tune on his timeline lately he's been retweeting the cbc so maybe that means something
2: well which i gentlemen see this humorous so i've got a very short clip from i think it's just a day or two ago. I'm not even sure when this was, but it's not the first time he said this. He said this also in the House of Commons uh, slightly differently, but this was at a rally very recently. I don't know when it was exactly. I don't have the date on this, but just watch this and listen to it, and then we'll have a good chuckle.
3: The electrician who is lightning from the sky runs it through a copper wire to illuminate this room and light up the world is not ordinary. He is extraordinary. The the electrician
2: does he think electricity comes from the sky
3: he he just that that sounded like an evangelical preaching or kind of thing that's what he's trying to do there and that's really getting them all because there's a crystal fascist undertone to all of what he just said but he's i don't believe he's that stupid i believe there's strategy to that too somehow Mm
2: -hmm. well look here's his clip in the house of Commons. He did it in the House of Commons. Slightly different.
3: Electrician that
1: captures the electricity from the sky and runs it through a copper wire to light up this room. He is extraordinary.
3: Yes. So that is calling upon the good Lord to make him prime minister or something. But this is all strategy. Mm -hmm. Every last bit of it. Oh, agreed. And I haven't, peers in my frigging sights this year. I haven't touched on him yet, but I'm going to pound his face in with what I'm coming up. I am he's going to be going back through time to steven harper and we're going to connect the dots and uh, i've got to build cranky a time machine and a few other things but it's going to be entertaining <laughs> but i'm going to destroy him he's in my sights it's going to be one of those bigger explainer cartoons it takes me months to
2: produce but mm-hmm. yeah this is we're fully supporting of this because this is this man is a danger to democracy yes plain and simple danger, danger. plain and simple wow Jeez.
1: since you are mentioning your your one about uh Doug Ford lately. You have this series called Cranky Cottage Country or Cottage Talks. It's
3: recording directly from Premier now, Doug Ford's
1: cottage. <laughs> yes. So are, are you there right now, Mr. Ford? No, <laughs> no I,
3: I, I'm not, but I'll, I'll be making it back for Cottage Talks number four. There's too much. It's, I'd have to do a hundred of them to catch up on everything that Doug Ford is up to. Don't even get me started. He needed his own mm. series. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now i looked up your one that said i did this one a year ago and it still stands true and I, I was watching it and yeah you could have made that just a couple of days ago just a couple of bits of information done but the most recent one this is the one that you sent me a couple of days ago uh, the one with which i believe you call as you say avalanched <laughs> i love it i love it by the way i half expected to see like somebody create a meme of sherry lewis with her hand up because <laughs> 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 And it's like, that's what we need.
3: We need a moral boost. Like, it's, we, I want to make people laugh and feel a little bit better too, because as angry as we mm. were about all of the things that have gone on, we got to ridicule this stuff into the ground. We beat fascism with humor, logic, and facts. That is how we beat it, because they have no fucking sense of humor at all. Have you no. seen my trolls? They are yeah. the most humorless bunch of cunts i have ever seen yes i had to use that word Ooh. but that's <laughs> wow i think that's the first sorry, sorry spray spray guys,
1: guys. <laughs> i know that we are No, we...
3: Th- i don't use that word often but they deserve that one but humorless so we will use humor in every way we possibly can to destroy every one of their fascist narratives
1: yeah we, we say it on the we said it when we kicked it off this is a show for <Yes> politics for grown-ups. Yeah, no, <laughs> Sometimes. It, it, it is. And uh,
3: yeah, you're grabbing your pearls over that. Holy crap, don't watch the rest of my series. <laughs>
2: yeah, really. And let's get realistic here. Sometimes a four-letter word dropped and surgically placed, a surgical strike of a four-letter word really gets the point across. And oftentimes I find with this crowd, as in that conservative base, that reform base, let's call reform it what base. it is. It's not conservative. It's the reformers, the reform base. They need this slap across the face because they want to create Gilead. They want to. They're using the Handmaid's Tale as a guidebook. Yeah, and Margaret Atwood said, "No, it's not meant to be that."
1: No, but that's,
2: that's that's exactly what I've sent
1: you. A, I've sent you another link there to the one for the with which uh, the way that a lot of people on the the web wished Happy New Year to Mr. Porkchop.
2: <laughs> made sure that he was very well seasoned. Is this, I think it's the same one you sent earlier that, I, that we already aired. Yeah. Yeah. I, I try. I pulled it up and I just got the same link. So you might have the wrong. Oh, there.
1: Sorry. sorry. Yeah. You are absolutely right. I did send the same one. Yeah, I am sorry. sorry. That is my bad. Here it is. When you send the link, everything starts with HTTPS XCOM Cranky Cartoons S. And then you get all the numbers and it's hard to see if the numbers are different. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. hang on a sec here. Yeah, you got Kit G here says, if any of you have gone to vagina monologues, you would see the C word has power. Yes. Believe it or not, I was actually in a production of the vagina monologues once. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. There was one year, I believe, that Eve Ensler allowed men to participate if they wrote their own little thing specifically. And then, so there was an Ottawa production, me and a friend of mine named Morris, We played two sisters, Clitora and Ejaculata. Clitora, come for dinner.
2: Okay. All right. Here I I have the link now. Cottage Talks. Canadian healthcare from Cranky Canuck. Have a look at this, you guys are gonna love this. Hey
0: everybody, Cranky Canuck here. Welcome to the second episode of Cottage Talks. Today, we need to talk about what's happening to our healthcare system in Ontario and across Canada. Simply put, Doug Ford and other conservative premiers are purposely starving it to death. They're cutting funding to the bone and amputating a few limbs, all so they can sell it off to the highest bidders. And if you think our hospital system sucks now, just wait till we have these fucking guys doing up the budget for your next heart surgery. In business. And it's not just the funding that's a problem here. Dougie and his buddies are downright smearing our healthcare professionals, denying science, and undermining unions, all while seeking an Americanized healthcare plan that puts profits before patients. Now I realize it's difficult to believe and tough to hear, but the truth is, Canadian healthcare is under attack. And as privatization begins, it'll no doubt be driven by wealth and greed at the expense of the well-being and care of the public. These fascists work fast, like clockwork. They make their cuts and let the system implode, and then have the nerve to act all surprised when people fucking hate their stay in the hospital so much, they begin to believe the lies that widespread privatization is some kind of solution. But holy fuck, this is no solution! This plan is going to be a real turd sandwich for all of us. Privatization is only going to make the staffing problems in our healthcare system worse. More frontline staff will be pulled away from public hospitals to work in private clinics, making it harder to keep the healthcare workers we desperately need. And let's be real. The facts show that for-profit clinics have higher death rates and costs than public hospitals. So not only will privatization cost us more money, but it will also cost us more lives. This move is not about improving healthcare for Ontario, it's about making a profit. It's about privatizing a public service for personal gain and control. Dougie and his buddies have been playing this game the whole time, pretending to fight for our healthcare funding while refusing to meet Ottawa's conditions. Meanwhile, patients suffer and public anger builds, creating a perfect shitstorm on socials to push this un-Canadian narrative along. So don't be fooled by their rhetoric anymore. Loblaws and Shoppers Drug Mart managing your next surgery is just as fucking horrible an idea as it sounds. The privatization of healthcare is a disastrous concept that'll have long-lasting negative effects on our province for years to come. Ontario is not facing a healthcare crisis as much as it's facing a Doug Ford crisis created by Doug Ford. So hands off our healthcare, Dougie. Until next time, cranky out.
2: I love the buck of beer beer cans. <laughs> I like the just married.
1: <laughs> yes. Was there yeah. something in yeah. there?
3: Oh, that was when the um the whole the scandal with inviting all the developers to his daughter's oh. wedding. And then I followed it up with the green belt and then went through Doug Fordalone and all the rest of the stuff I did. So it, it it all connects. And there's a reason that I beamed him out of that one. Was there was a cartoon that I really desperately want to build this year. It's called Elon of Borg. And I want to get, create Elon in a Borg spaceship with his head connected to a monkey's ass via Neuralink. And to <laughs> got in this, and it's, it's complicated. And I had to build a puppet. But unfortunately, that one fell to the wayside because I just went back to Canadian politics. But I got so much I want to build, guys. Like, I just, I have so many ideas. And I'm one guy. So I'm hoping this year I find money or a team or something. But...
2: Anyway, that's what we're trying to do. The
3: healthcare one, that one's close to my heart because it affects all of us. And that was actually inspired by dark stuff that my own family member went through at the hospital system. They've actually Mm -hmm. cut every level of comfort to the absolute bone. It's just Mm -hmm. keeping you alive is all they do now. You want anything else? Screw you. You get nothing. That's... That, that was it, was inspired by some real life stuff, too.
2: I just read the other day where they cut, and I can't remember which hospital it was 30 pediac, pediatric, yeah. pediatric, pediatric. <laughs> Thank you. Beds down to 18. So they cut 12 beds out. I'm like, what? There's not enough spaces there is, and you're cutting. Oh, yes. Okay. We can go to a private clinic, and um, you'll never use your credit card. So, what we're going to use is OHIP to pay for a private service at four to five times the price for lesser quality of care. What? Yeah. This is insane. And this is what is happening. Yep. Break the public system and then have the private system rescue it. But they've cut the healthcare budget by 2 billion last year. Yep. And
1: he's inserting middlemen everywhere to take a cut. Yeah. 100%.
3: So it's just getting worse and worse. And every time somebody uses a private clinic, that starves the actual healthcare system uh, of money and resources. Every time. And... They're, they're actually have people outside of hospitals recruiting burned out staff and workers to bring them to private clinics for better money. And uh, we'll give you this, we'll give you that, and all that. But now you have a clinic instead of being run by doctors, it's being run by those business assholes. And that is what the problem is. You can't have that. You gotta do something about this. How is this even right? Like, how are we even talking about this in Canada? They're trying to turn Canada into fucking America, and I won't have
1: where, it. No, where does absolutely not? Where does your sense of civic engagement come from, Cranky? In terms of you're an engaged citizen obviously you saw something going wrong you used your voice you used your talents you decided to put them to the service of the broader community in order to provide some political and some media literacy but that has to come from somewhere uh,
3: it, uh just telling the truth and doing what's right i've done it i've ruined my own life in many ways of just trying to do the right thing it's just mm-hmm. i see something that's wrong i And I want to try to fix it. And like I said, like it was started by rage, but now it just become, I want to help. I want to be one of the helpers. I want to do good in the world. I want to make things better. There's a way I can improve things. That's what I'm going to do. Like speaking truth, the power is what I've spent my whole life training to do. So I feel this is something that is a perfect fit, like a duck to water. It Mm -hmm. is. So that's why I'm doing it. it. It matters to me. We live here. This country has been great to me and I want it to stay that way for my kids. Like, it, cause it's coming apart at the seams and I'm not going to be silenced either. And that really enrages me. So mm-hmm. the more people want me to not talk about it, the more I do. The one thing that's nice is now at family dinners, cause I do have a lot of people that are on like, that, not a lot, but there's people in fa- all families that don't see it the way you do. At least mm-hmm. nobody talks to me about politics anymore in my own family. They're done. <laughs> you know, so that, that was that's a good part of it too it's no i'm not gonna argue with them anymore because i'll just
2: demolish them
3: <laughs> oh wow <laughs> well,
2: it, something what you, what you say is something that we need to pay attention to there are more of us than there are of them oh, number yes. one number one by far mm-hmm. the margin of extreme right-wing crystal fascists in canada anyway is very small here is now most of them are largely funded by big American companies. Uh, the Koch Brothers is, is one brother because there's only one mm-hmm. left. The Koch Organization, the Chatham Hedge fund, Chatham Asset Management, which is the hedge fund behind Postmedia, which is 66% owned Canadian media corp, thanks to Stephen Hart, um, who changed the rules on that for foreign ownership. Under which the sun so is now. That's right. And yeah. the Ottawa Citizen, for that matter. Both of them are published by the same publisher. So how do you get a difference of opinion? You don't. Okay. You don't. And it's when the media is controlled by an organization that wants Gilead because they do, what do we do? Maybe individuals like ourselves, we don't have the money to fight them head on, but if we all get together, Mm -hmm. all us little snowflakes get together, we can create a fucking avalanche. Yes. Yes. And destroy them.
3: Yep. And there is no negotiating with fascism. There's no like, Um, you just stab it through the cancerous heart that, 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 cancer on society it is that we destroy it you do not talk with it you don't try to like play nice with it fuck that no. crush it and that's what we have to do and i'm not a violent person i'm not out in the street i'm not planning to punch anybody out but i will destroy them with messaging because their propaganda i want to make countermeasures to crush their propaganda it's this is a war so i'm going to use everything i know about advertising and throw it right back in their fucking faces
2: yep it- it comes back to Karl Popper and the paradox of tolerance. Absolutely. Yep. Should, should a tolerant society tolerate intolerance? You want more tolerance? Respect my ideas. The answer is no. No. It's a paradox, but unlimited tolerance can lead to the extinction of tolerance.
3: Absolutely.
2: When we extend tolerance to those who are openly intolerant, let's give them a chance. The tolerant ones ends up being destroyed and tolerance with them. Any movement that preaches intolerance and persecution must be outside of the wall. The law. As paradoxical as it may seem, defending tolerance requires to not tolerate the intolerant. Yeah, and it is a bit of a paradox, and yet there it is. We cannot tolerate the intolerant. That's why we and and that's the core of it. This is why we're fighting back. Yeah, and that's why, for example, why we have hate speech
1: laws, because mm-hmm. you know, any conversation, any public discourse about singling out certain of your fellow citizens as being deserving of less rights that you have, or not even being deserving of being able to live contributes absolutely nothing of value to society.
2: Nothing. Nothing.
1: Why have it? Why talk it? Why accept Mm -hmm. it? Why tolerate it? Why hear it? Why give it a platform? Why entertain it? Why soft
2: pedal it? Why, you know, it's, it's no, and no No means no. Yeah. No quarter period
3: they grease people they use money to control people they have a mm-hmm. ton of money they're they that's the thing is they're not fooling around these are really serious people with a big agenda and big pockets and all we have are our voices and i believe that we can stop it with enough creativity and enough people getting on board to basically avalanche every one of their shit ideas
2: you well, know. did you see recently it was um james carvel who went on about this not too long ago and I think we aired it, a little clip of him giving a lecture and he went into it and he said, these people believe it in their bones that they are right and you are wrong and they will do everything in their power and they don't care who they hurt. Totally. They don't care that they will rob people of their rights. They don't care that they will dehumanize people because they are convinced, these fascists, because that's what they are, they're convinced in their bones that they are right you are wrong and they will do everything to their dying breath to make you live the lifestyle they want you to live. That's right. So we cannot give them any quarter. No. There is no room for it. There is no room to tolerate any sort of that speech or behavior we have to fight back and we have to fight back as hard as we can or we will lose our democracy
3: yes that's right we we are right behind the united states i hope that they keep it together down there i'm worried about Mm. that because living right beside it but that's it you can't give them an inch you cannot give them absolutely no space you do not tolerate any of their garbage zero because that is not what democracy is what they want is crystal fascist autocracy and i'm not down for that shit at all. No. Zero. I will not live under that. I would, I prefer it all to go. So- I will not lick their boot at all. No, nope. nope. And it, it, that's the way it is. We can't let it happen. So it's, it's serious. And yeah, th- these are the things that drive me. If, if that, that scares the hell out of me as I'm mm-hmm. watching the handmaid's tale come to life in the United States mm-hmm. and they're spending good patriotic Texans are sending money to send crazy truckers to Ottawa. Give
1: me a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. indeed. I see that you started a poll that said, would you all start helping me crowdfund my bigger explainer cartoons this 2024? I would like to do this full time if I could. I understand putting the poll out as a form of advertising that this is coming, but why are you asking, dude? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I wanted to see what the response would be. And I believe, actually, with the response I've gotten, all the, all the different uh, places I travel, I think all I need is like 100 people to give me 50 bucks and we're. And that'll do it. So that's what I'm looking Mm. for. And I think it's possible. Cryer inspired me, actually. I watched Dean go out there, crowdfunded 25K to beat the shit out of Canada proud. I'm like, fantastic. If there's public support, I need some help. And that will Mm. change everything. Then you guys will have a cranky cartoon weekly if all of a sudden I can crowdfund this. And I will do everything in my power to do the right thing. So that's what this is for, is so that I can get these messages out and speak for everybody as much as I can and do the right thing. I had a whole uh, bunch of people yesterday, people with disabilities. Like there's a whole world of disability in Ontario and Canada that I don't even know about Mm -hmm. that I've asked them, please start sending me the information and the stories. And that will be a cartoon as well, because somebody's got to speak for them. Yep. And and every time I do a cartoon, holy shit, do I learn a lot? Like also a journey of learning how everything works. Every cartoon I have picked up learn things, met cool people. It's been a great experience, but yeah, I want to crowd fund this and I don't think it's unreasonable. I've, I got a proven track record now of two years of grinding these things out and I'm not going to stop. Some money will speed it up. That that's it. It'll make this go a lot faster and I could be a lot more effective.
1: On the disability front, we have a, an interview we did a while ago with uh, someone named Melissa Sabikwe. Uh oh, can't remember the third name, I'll send you a link to it uh, because Boy, we're eyes, our eyes open.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh yes.
1: Big time with what she had to
2: say. And and the thing she said to us that, that stuck with me the most, a lot of it did, but the one that still is like a, a stab to the heart is any single person in this country is a single catastrophic illness or accident away from being on disability. Yes. And it happens so easily and it happens every day. Totally. Every day it happens. Every day. And now... We have the other concern about people suffering with long COVID, which is a real thing and is becoming a very big problem because suddenly people can't work anymore. That's right. It's not that they don't want to. They can't. I have a friend with long COVID. He, he, ha- he works two hours a day. It's all he's got. He sleeps most of the time. Mm-hmm. And when he does get out of the house, he, like he gets his groceries delivered. He rarely gets out. And when he does get out of the house, I met him for a beer back before Christmas and we were having a chat and I hadn't seen him in a while. And he was saying, you know, it's really messed with my head. I can't concentrate. I can't think I need, I like, I'm ready to go to bed right now. And it's seven o'clock on a Friday. And as we're chatting, he, he starts, and I'm very hard of hearing in my right ear. I basically hear nothing, which is weird when I have this in, but the way stereo works, it compensates inside the head, but we're in the bar and he's chatting and I'm like leaning back and he goes, am I yelling? I'm like, yeah, like really loud. He's like, sorry. I don't even realize it. I'm like, Jesus. He says his cognitive abilities have slipped so badly. He's a programmer. He goes, I don't know if I can write code anymore.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's-
2: like his livelihood is basically destroyed.
3: Um, it's, I've had COVID a couple of times and I couldn't imagine if it continued, but I can't do what I do when I was sick. I simply mm-hmm. could not work. I could not think through the stacks of information that, that I manage and the directories and where everything's connected. I couldn't do it. So if that was uh, ongoing, I'd be disabled. So mm-hmm. that this, it can happen to any of us. You're hundred percent right. And uh, people got to speak for that. So that, that, I don't know what that cartoon is going to be. And I know that's going to be a dark path. Oh, yes. Storytime mm. story time was a really dark path. I'm an ally and boy, did I learn a lot through that one. Mm-hmm. So I know that one's going to be a really heavy cartoon coming this year as well. So it's, I, I got to keep making these things and it's I, all I can do,
2: man. Um, yeah. Collectively, we can all do our best to work together to try and inform as many Canadians as possible because that's the big problem is they're not being properly informed. They're being dealt one side of the deck or from the bottom of the deck, if you will, and they don't know. And people don't have the free time that they once did to rely upon. The 6 o'clock news would come on and that was your trusted source. But people don't have the time for that anymore. And most of the 6 o'clock news is run out of one city, by one company that spreads it across the country. Because a lot of people just aren't watching the CBC because they're starting to listen to the lies that Pierre Polyev tells them every day.
3: Yeah, that's what we're also up against algorithmic programming, right? So this has been going yes. on for lots of years, since smartphones, uh, mm-hmm. like the, the down the rabbit hole, uh, that cartoon breaks down exactly how all that stuff works. I got a background in digital management and how uh, advertising works. And after you're exposed to a bad message enough times, it's almost impossible to explain to somebody that no, that's not the truth. It's easier to fool somebody than to tell them that they've been fooled. Like they will mm-hmm. not buy it, and oh, yeah. and I, I that's what we're up against is because they're not watching six o'clock news, they're taking in these algorithmic the echo chambers have have brainwashed them, and now we're stuck with these zombies that believe nonsense. And plus, when I tr- when we try to put logic and facts forward, it's rev- it, They have a revulsion to it and, and the pushback, it gets angry. So when somebody gets very angry for you telling them a fact or something that's true or whatever, you know, that's programming. I don't actually get mad now discussing politics with anybody because I've learned enough that I'm not angry about any of it. I get mad about disrespect. If You're disrespectful to me. I'm disrespectful back. That's how that is. But I will discuss politics and also when, yeah, so that's it.
1: Yep. I like what you were saying there because you're talking, you say you're a marketing guy, my background's in communications, particularly social communications. So we studied social marketing, right? And so you, I'm sure you're familiar with the marketing rule of seven, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So basically the marketing rule of seven says that a prospect needs to hear the advertiser's message about seven times before they'll take action to buy that product or service Well, on social media that crushes that because oh, you yeah. can be exposed to that message seven times in an hour.
3: Yeah, that's the thing. It's actually changed. Like when we're selling ads now, I've got to expose somebody to something like 50 times before they even notice the product anymore. And also in social media, we're not talking seven times. You're, you're talking about hundreds of times a day or mm-hmm. being reinforced by other people that have been uh, stuck in the bullshit tree. And you're just walking around
1: and everybody knows the same nonsense. So it seems real, but it's not. Yep, Exactly. It's pretty much on steroids now when you talk, when you're talking about it. And like you say, especially when you add that with the on-demand world. Oh yes. Where you can be exposed only to that, you literally can have a funnel of only the message that you want to hear. And then when you add the first exposure bias, the first thing that you hear about something is the thing that you're most likely to believe is true. And you test everything against that. Yeah. Um, if they get to you first and they're literally all over the place, and they're flooding you, um, this is real. And then if you add on top of that all the Cambridge Analytica stuff, they're analyzing all of our data in order to be able to find the most precise scientific way to actually get to us to shape that message so that you actually buy it, even if you are a discerning person. Yes. They'll, they'll find that hook. Mm-hmm.
3: It's still, it, it, and it's still happening. Cambridge Analytica was the beginning of how they mass manipulate people, public opinion, and all the rest of it. So this is still going on at a very high level. Like when you look at the dashboards behind Facebook, when I'm running ads or using Google ads, I have extreme tools to find people and remarket to them and make them see the same thing over and over again. But holy cow, I can't run, I can't run any political messages in those dashboards unless I get permission, which really right. blows me away. So I tried to advertise cranky and almost lost my accounts. I'm actually not allowed to advertise anything that I do wow. on those platforms because, they, I, because you have to get special permission to advertise political messaging. But all of our politicians get that special permission and lie their fucking faces off. And I can't understand how that works. I just don't get it because I can't get permission to advertise Frankie, but Pierre Polyev can go out and lie his fucking face off every day. How's that possible? Yeah. I yeah. thought there were rules against this. Again, I was ignorant when I started all this. I really didn't realize that it's this bad.
2: Hmm. Wow. so many people are in that same boat too they they don't understand how bad it is and they don't understand that they're being lied to every day when you have the guy say to a constituent was it michelle ferrari's constituent or was it melissa lance uh, for michelle ferrari's true yeah. that the prime minister is a marxist and he gets away with that what the fuck is going on exactly well, he, he never answered to that. There was no question. The media just let him get away with it. What is happening?
3: Trudeau is a dictator with a fucking minority government. Give me a yeah. break.
2: Yep. Yeah. And didn't he say that in his interview with, was it uh, Andrew Lawton? Oh, yes. No, it was Pilyev said, he's an authoritarian, authoritarian dictator. Uh, I'm like, what? You, you know that is a bullshit line. You know it's a lie. You said that the interviewer let you say it did not ask you why you said it did not hold your feet to the fire for it because he will only interview with those who will, you know, play nice with him. And it's, what is going on? We're, we're letting our democracy be stolen from us and we're not doing anything about it because we're the, we're the nice Canadians. Guess what? No. Nope. Here's the thing about Canadians. We are nice until it is time to not be nice. Do you know why the Geneva convention exists? Because of us. <laughs> You can look it up. The, the shit we did in World War I brought about the Geneva Convention. It will be nice until it's time to not be nice. Yeah. When you threaten our democracy, when you threaten our way of life, when you threaten our freedom, when you threaten our ability to worship or not worship, whomever we wish, when you threaten to take away a woman's right to make a choice about her body, you have run up against somebody who has uh, been the sleeping dragon, if you will you've kicked the dragon's tail. And guess what? We're not going to lie down and take it. We're going to stand up and fight.
3: Absolutely. we here to that. we here to that. Mr. Grizzly,
1: do we have an episode?
2: We do, sir. All right. Cranky, thank you so
1: very much for joining us. This was enlightening, a lot of fun, and very entertaining
3: guys <laughs> nice. i really enjoyed yes. myself thank you for having me on today and uh let's just keep up the good fight and keep crushing it yeah we'll do this again at some point yeah and, uh,
2: absolutely here
3: goes but happy 2024 to everybody here except for mr Porkchop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we are definitely looking forward to some future collaboration and maybe even a couple of cameos more is so happening nice. this year, and
3: I'm going to start expanding what I'm doing. My, I really want to get my live cranky rig, so maybe next time I'm here, it's actually cranky and cranky's voice discussing with you. So, we ah,
2: cool. That'd be great.
3: All That's right. a whole. It's a whole other project. I almost got it rolling yeah. last year, but anyway, I, I've got to get back to it.
1: All right, you have yourself a beaverific day, Mr. Cranky. All right, everybody, have a great day. <laughs> Thanks
2: for coming out.
1: Bye. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was great. I love that. The, oh, that's great. Hey.
2: Oh, looking forward to having him. Back breaking too.
1: new ground, breaking new ground, interviewing snowmen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I love it. Hey, kids and cubs. That's the end of this episode of the daily beaver morning show here on the cryo media network. We hope that you love listening to us because we loved making this for you. And today was a particular treat for us. Sharing is caring. Of course. So please share the good word about our show. Tell your peeps and poops all about us. Because democracy is something that you do. Make sure you go get your shots, XBB, RSV, pneumococcal, the flu, all of it. Please do go. Like we said, the hospitals in Quebec, 121% capacity for about yeah, over 100% for week, 121% capacity coming back from the Christmas break. It's probably going to be repeating itself in other provinces as well. So let's try to keep our hospitals unclogged and do some right things. Mask up. Yeah. yeah. We're not being told to mask up anymore, but if you are in places, please mask up, take care of yourself and take care of each other. All right. Donate to to the Red Cross if you can, because Canadians still need our help and write those letters, handwritten letters. Mm -hmm. It's free. It's free to write your elected repre- repre- representatives. I'm speaking too quickly here. It happens. Yep, it does. If you would like to make sure that you do not miss an episode, you do not have to. Thanks to the Ray Girl, you can go to our pod page. That's podpage.com slash the True North Beaver. And if you subscribe there, when we have something fresh off the bandwidth, you will get it. If you would like to also encourage us in other ways, you can make Elaine and go to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube channel where you can click, share, subscribe. You can click one of them, two of them, three of them, and just have a good time. Encourage people to join us. Oh, we hear have a Mateo update. Mateo has had a cough and runny nose for almost two weeks now. It just won't go away. Oh, little man. Oh, we are sending you some healing vibes. We need our Mateo big and strong. It's very important until the Beaver Lodge. And if you would like to encourage us to do even more, then you can go to our coffee page. The QR code by Mr. Grizzly's Head will bring you right there. If you're watching, it's coffee KO hyphen fi.com slash eager beaver lowercase letters all in one words. Or if you're watching on YouTube and you're donating through super chats, that's great as well. Thank you very much for everything that you do for us. We very much appreciate it. And uh, yeah, it all gets put to good use. We call it the Emergency Hydration Fund, but
2: there's very little of it that goes to hydration, just to be honest. <laughs> One of the things that, that I've talked about is we need to upgrade some of our gear. The studio is done. I just, I'm going to need a new computer is what it boils down to. And, and I, I literally can't afford to spend any more money on stuff right now. It's just how it's been. It's, yep. I don't need to explain uh, the economy to anybody. Yep. I think everybody understands that. Yep. But like I said, l- let's talk because I think I might be able to help you there on that. Okay. All right. All right,
1: kids and cubs. I think I've done everything that there is to do. So from the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying it could be a tough world out there. Let's try that again. Cause I just mumbled. It could be a tough world out there. So please be kind to and gentle with yourself. Mr. Grizzly, some words of wisdom, please.
2: I think about this a lot and it's something that I sometimes lose sleep over. We need to, as Mr. Cranky Canuck just said, we need to get more people involved. We need to get more people informed. We need to get Canadians up to speed with what is happening in this country because so many people work so much and have so little time for information that we try and provide you with. So I know it's self-serving when we say please share and subscribe, but the thing is people need to know people need to be informed people need to be told that they're being lied to daily Mm. and we're going to come up against a bunch of trolls and that's fine i don't care you've seen what happens when people troll me Mm. i don't put up with it i don't play nice i don't tolerate Mm -hmm. their intolerance and neither should you neither do i either and just, it's a note that we say, but I,
1: I'd like to reiterate that's something that Laura Babcock said, a lot of people are not participating because they feel they don't know enough to participate. And then another mm, bit, it's and true over the fifth column says, a lot of people don't participate because they feel they don't have skills. Everybody has something that they can contribute. Don't let the things you can't do, stop you from doing the things you can. Don't let the things you don't know, stop you from acting on the things you do. All right, kids. Democracy is not a spectator sport. you got to get your body in the game. Mr. Grizzly, please roll the credits. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. Canadiantarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum. And The Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. All right, Mr. Grizzly, for the Easter egg, we're not going to play a clip. I'm just going to show a little visual, but mm-hmm. you may have noticed, I stumbled upon this through our friend, Nate Pike from the breakdown because he likes punk music. It seems that Green Day was invited, I think it was to Dick Rock mm-hmm. Rockin' New Year's Eve by, hosted by Ryan Seacrest right. and performed their song, American Idiot. Now, apparently after 19 years, conservatives discovered that Green Day doesn't like them. They changed the second verse the- of the song.
2: Right. One, one line. Uh, more, no, no,
1: more than one line, more than one line. I oh, went to, it? I went to look at the lyrics uh, of the original. Yeah. And first maggot in the second verse was changed to another word, which if you're listening to it on Twitter, the sound sort of disappears for a little bit. So I asked Nate, mm-hmm. what, what, was there something bleeped and said, yes. So it's maggot, but they took away the F and put an F instead. So maybe I'm the huh. America. Because I don't buy in to the MAGA agenda. So they changed Mm -hmm. redneck to MAGA. And then the third line had something about Republicans, which was, and I didn't hear what the fourth line was. And he got people on Fox here basically going, People are so sick of being preached at about political politics from rock bands. Hello. Rock and roll has always been political. Always been.
2: And this is punk rock too, by the way.
1: which is doubly political stick to what you're good at. You're not a political analyst. You're probably not really well read on issues that Americans really care about. Okay. This is the same play that they tried against the chicks, mm-hmm. shut up and sing. This is the same mm-hmm. line. They try against athletes, shut up and dribble. Mm-hmm. And if these people were truly about staying in their own again, I'm going to borrow page from Cranky, or fucking lanes mm-hmm. here. Then Fox News wouldn't be, have been cosplaying journalism. Just shut up and fucking report the news. Yeah. yeah. How about that? And in this little clip, you have these people, and they're all sitting there pompously, like this nurse talking about, oh, Green Day did that after 9-11 because he didn't like what was going on with Iraq. No. That no. was an anti-Bush song. It wasn't an anti-ISIS mm. song. right? So they're doing the same thing to Green Day that they did to Kaepernick.
2: And tried to do to uh, Rage Against the Machine. Except the thing is, I think when they tried it against Rage Against the Machine, Rage responded. Tom Morello responded by saying, one does not need to have an honors degree in uh, political science from Harvard University to be political. I do, however, happen to have an honors degree. In political science from Harvard University. So I'm fully qualified to make the commentary on politics that I do. Mm. And then we had D. Snyder from Twisted Sister as well when well, he mm-hmm. went to talk to Congress. And
1: he, back in the day, he really ran a MacBook. He schooled book them. They court. thought
2: he was going to be this dumb rock star. No. He, did, he did his
1: research. Yeah, he did. Don't judge a book by its cover. Number one, mm. politics is about people, everybody. Has the right to participate. Anybody that tells you to just shut up and dribble or shut up and sing or shut it, right? The one finger salute. One finger salute. And they're doing to Green Day what they did to Kaepernick when Kaepernick said that he was protesting against police brutality. He said, Oh, no, mm-hmm. you're police. You're, he's pro- pro- protesting against the veterans, against the flag. Like, they took the words out of a black man's mouth. They stuffed their white Republican words into his mouth and said, This is what you're saying. And they did that about that song, American Idiot. They said, mm-hmm. "They say what it was about in the past." They're changing. They're making people believe that it was about something else.
2: Don't well, let them do that. See, when you see these magas at rallies uh, screaming the chorus to "We're not going to take it," um, you know that. Mm-hmm. And D. Snyder's do not do that. That song is not written for you. It's written about you. Uh, it was when they were playing Rage Against the Machines. Oh, the title is escaping me right now, but you know the chorus you tell me are you, you, <laughs> you got to remember before the chorus, the pre-chorus and the lyric where he says some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses Oh, he's talking about racism repression government oversight Wow, he's talking about fascism
1: killing the name killing in the name killing in the things. name yes there we go yeah if you uh Want a little dose of some heavy rock there. Put on a little uh, Green Day and a little Rage Against the Machine today. Get your day kickstarted. right right. Gotta go. See ya. Bye, kids. <laughs> The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com.
0: The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana.